at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. I'm delighted to be taking up this next interview. This is someone that I have huge respect for and I believe is doing amazing things in the country when it comes to STEM education, when it comes to innovation and technology. 2021 is without the doubt where we need more young people becoming part of that particular space. And uh, someone who is an advocate for coding, she's also the founder of African Teen Geeks, is Lindiwe Matlali. Lindiwe, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Michelle. Good morning and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Lindiwe. Lindiwe, let's look at the work that uh, you are hoping to see grow with Africa Teen Geeks in this year of 2021. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to get more children coding, uh, especially now that we've got such a, a long holiday and parents probably going back to ho- going back to work and not able to do much because we are on level three. So I was hoping that we can still get them excited about about technology and, and coding and, and hopefully, you know, um, also get online education just in case we, we're stuck in this time of this corona thing for a long time. Lindiwe, let's talk about uh, getting kids excited. We'll go to the online in a moment. How do you get kids excited about um, STEM topics and uh, innovation, technology, coding and the like? You make it relatable for them and you you get them to understand how technology is everywhere. Um, science is, is in everything we do from yeah. food every time they they cook and they make that eggs or you know or they boil an egg everything they do there's some science behind it and once they start feeling seeing it and and and, and living it and they realize that it's something is part of their life and I think that that's what we need to do and that gets kids excited because they are you know uh, they are curious by nature at that at that time they want to learn they want to explore so if we can find a way of getting them to explore and just get those young minds excited about things that will help them in the future that's that's really what i'm hoping we can do so you talk about uh, the online process. We have heard what government is saying in the Department of Basic Education. We are looking into 2021 with big eyes for our children. Will they be going back to school? Will they have to try and do it online? For those who can't get online, there's a whole different question again. If we look at the online process, obviously they need to follow school. But there's an opportunity here that we could say, you know what, if I can just get my kids to follow your Saturday coding classes or to get uh, into the STEM digital school or be part of the Girl Geek Summit, then uh, I know that they could learn something different. How are you working that particular journey with regards to 2021? Um, we've been developing content, um, online content with the STEM Digital School for all the grades and all the subjects, actually, not just STEM subjects. Yeah. Um, and, and we've been making it available on YouTube, but we've also made it available um, and we gave it to the DBE to put on their DBE cloud, which is zero rated, and also on our Mizora, which is zero rated. But that is still a long way to go because there's still a lot of kids that do not have their devices. Yeah, exactly. So as as much as we want to do this, the kids, unfortunately, a lot of our kids still have to go back to the classroom because that's the only way where they could learn. 
But I'm hoping that, you know, with this crisis and the pandemic, we could, for, for, for many parents, we can start thinking the importance of, of owning a device at home and, and, and making sure that the kids, should they not be able to go to school, they can be able to, to continue to learn. But it's a long, it's a yeah, it's a long journey, and and I'm I'm hoping that one day we will get there. But unfortunately, devices are expensive, data is expensive. Then we get load shedded, so it's just a lot long problems. You know, it is an incredibly long journey, and uh, you've highlighted all the issues: who has access to devices, who has access to flowing data that uh, never ends, Wi-Fi that uh, is is there for eternity, who has access on a whole load of different levels. And as you say, no, not the entire country by any means at all. What kind of partnerships are you engaging with? You've mentioned uh, the department and the the public sector. What about the private sector and their engagement? Because this is something that is going to be absolutely critical. We saw how difficult 2020 was. We have no doubt that 2021 will remain the same. Yeah, I mean, we are knocking on doors. We are knocking on doors and hoping that many companies can can um, and and come to the party and help us to to make our work accessible to the, to all the children that needs it. Because unfortunately, a lot of the children that need it can access it, and the kids mm. that who don't need it and use it as as supplementary <laughs> program, uh, programs are using our 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 program. So we, we are looking, if anybody is then interested in getting education to kids, we hope they can uh, reach out to us and help us um, even to to package our our programs and give it to, to kids in communities that may not be able, um, you know, to access the internet or if, and, and unfortunately, we may not be able to go back to school. You know, Lindiwe, one of the um, quotes from a an educator in this country is that education, and particularly early childhood education, is the binding constraint, that if we cannot get this right, we will not be able to get anything else right. Are you confident that this is something that we can chip away at and make a difference, or are you feeling like this is a very big mountain to climb? I mean, it is a big mountain to, um, to, to, to climb, but I am an optimist, and I really believe that if we all can take this seriously and and support the government, because just the the kids not being able to go to school this year, the achievement gap is gotten wider and wider mm. between the rich and the poor, and and even when they go back to school, there's still not going to be enough time for them to cover the content that they've lost. So. It means that everybody needs to be interested and be willing to help and help the kids and help the schools that are closest to them, especially the the public schools, and find ways of how can we help the children to close the content gap. Because unfortunately, for the kids that started and you know grade R and grade one last year, the, this is going to affect them. Twelve years later, we're going to be complaining about how bad our metric results are. And that's when it starts. So if we don't help and all get involved and support every child that is closest to us, or so even those that are not, that we are able to touch, that because this this corona, this COVID is going to affect these children, unfortunately, for the rest of their schooling lives. 
Lindiwe, last year you were honoured by the Schwab Foundation for Social Entrepreneurship. You won the Social Innovator of the Year Award. Obviously, this is a massive kudo, but uh, it's also something on your shoulders. Now that you've done it, you have to improve, get better, do even more. How are you planning to do that and uh, taking into account uh, the responses that we need to have with regards to the COVID virus? Yeah, I mean, at the, the, what we're working right on right now is to integrate artificial intelligence and, and, and make sure that we can help as many kids um, with an artificial tutor who may not be able to access a tutor um, because of, 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 of this problem and our parents not being willing to have people coming to their houses because of the virus. But um, unfortunately, what you said is that for me, as much as we're able to do a lot of what we do, because I love technology and using technology, it still breaks my heart because a lot of children still won't be able to access it. So I hope that really we have to find, you know, like reasonable price devices and try to get it to every child and also deal with the issue of crime. I mean, you heard like two days ago, a school in Fandel Bale Park, I think, was got was um, was blackerized, and they took away all the computers at the school. Mm. So this is also what we have to deal with. Then you you know have to work, and then then you take and step back, you know. Mm. But I'm really hoping that we can really find a way of making technology accessible to every child. Because what the pandemic has shown us is that access to device and access to to the internet is no longer a nice to have, is a basic right and a basic need that every child should have access to if they have a chance, you know, t- to succeed in future. Lindiwe Matlali, you demonstrate the tenacity we were talking about earlier on in the show. Thank you for the work that you do. Lindiwe is the founder and CEO of Africa Teen Geeks. She also won the Schwab Foundation for Social Enterprise uh, Entrepreneurship, uh, the Social Innovator of the Year Award last year, and talking to the access that we need to be able to give to children. I'm wondering, what about uh, as individuals? I mean, I'm thinking about the fact that at home I probably have like one or two old cell phones, but they are iPhones. And and I'm wondering if they would be valuable. It's something to think about and if they would be of use. Maybe small, but maybe making a difference to someone. It's 8.23.